0: Take five! Welcome to Her Fantasy Football. You can hear us on Blog Talk Radio forward slash Her Fantasy Football and on iTunes. Make sure to subscribe to us on herfantasyfootball.com so you can know what we're doing this off-season. Also, you can chat with us on Twitter at Her Fantasy FB and on Facebook forward slash Her Fantasy Football. I'm your host, Courtney Kirby. And I'm Ashley Williams. And I am Brandon Lee. And this week will be our first week of mini, going match up by match up to talk about each team and their players. So we'll start right away with Thursday night, August 20th Detroit Lions, the Washington Redskins. Ashley, you have both of these teams. I know, I like the first three teams we talk about.
1: People get really sick of me right away. That's why I did it. Is is (laughs) what it is, people. So I don't know about you guys, but I don't really talk at all this week about. They're gonna play against the other team because it's preseason and it doesn't matter. No, <laughs> nope. So, nope. no, uh, I have zero mention of the opposing team in my, in my write ups, but um, I got all of my <laughs> stats from the football guys got to, um, footballguys.com, which is a great site if you haven't not been there. So, we're gonna start off with a little bit of Deshaun Jackson. So, I don't know about you guys, I have Deshaun Jackson actually in two of my leagues already, I've done four drafts thus far. And
0: I get laughed at every time I pick him up. Every time. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's the Redskins. It's because the Redskins are so bad and RG3 is so bad. They're so bad. And I get it's- it. I get it. But he is undervalued because he still gets points. He's borderline my steal of the draft right now in terms of where you can get him.
1: Because yeah. guys. Jackson led the league last year with 13 catches for 40 yards or more. He is your deep ball guy. And this was five catches more than any other receiver. And he is also, this is, again, with the crappy Redskins. Just to reiterate, that stat last year is with the absolute cluster of a football team, the Redskins. (laughs) And he also averaged an NFL best 20.88 yards per catch, which is almost three more yards than any other receiver in the freaking league. And he's averaged an NFL-best 17.68 yards since entering the league in 2008. Like we have said before, this guy can play no matter who is throwing the ball. He gets it done. Quarterback-proof. Quarterback-proof, quarterback people. Yeah. So don't laugh and don't look at Deshaun Jackson and be like, oh, he's with the Redskins. Still pick him up. Still pick this guy up. Mm-hmm. Um, Washington Redskins quarterback Robert Griffin III. Um has apparently told Sports Illustrated that he's been asked, guys, to be more basic in 2015. I don't know how more basic you Ugh. can be,
0: Robert. I mean... It, I think by it, basic, they mean healthy. Just, just no, make I it onto the field. They, he
1: wasn't flashy.
0: He was not flashy last year.
1: I mean, they didn't do any super crazy plays, but, you know, if that, if that makes him feel better, great... And then just talk a little about the Redskins' tight end situation. Um, They're they're delicate flowers over there, guys. They're delicate little flowers. Um, I am as well. You know, Lemon is one of my nicknames given to me from a guy I dated a few years ago because I'm a medical nightmare. Um, But so are they. So Niles Paul, who actually was listed as the number one tight end, which I don't think a lot of people realize because they always think Jordan Reed, but allegedly Gruden felt that, Paul is a more complete player, but he left with a hurt shoulder earlier this off season, and then his ankle, which will need surgery to repair, you know, being fractured, is going to miss the entire season. So now Jordan Reed is the starter. <laughs> the uh, master. Who is one of the it's most intriguing guys it's in the sad. NFL right now, right? Now, he has spent his off season changing his eating habits, you know, in order to try to stay healthy. And well, We know you love that vegan caffeine. thing. Well, yeah. This could be the new thing, and the uh, NFL is going vegan. But um, <laughs> he is he missed seven games his rookie season. He missed five games last year. You know his knee required surgery. He's got he's gotta you know do something different. Mm-hmm. Um, he's he's ruled out you know bread and fried fruits and, and sweets all the stuff we normally do. He's eating just grilled and baked chicken, which quite honestly, Reed you should have been doing anyway during season. But. Um, I don't like any of them. His blocking is poor. He needs to work on that, and they're just—they are just a nightmare. So don't don't go that route. Stay away. Should we talk a little about the uh, lions?
2: Sure. Just a little
1: bit. All right, we're not talking about Stafford or Calvin or <laughs> Tate. You know you're, you know you're taking them, uh, but Joyc Bell is allegedly still the starter. He is going to get you know committee splitting shares with the very hyped up Amir. Abdullah, who quite honestly is worthy of the praise. Yep. You know, Todd Bowles really likes him a lot. He had a great preseason game with seven carries, 67 yards, uh, and only 15 snaps, so um, you know, he's quick. I mean, the coach has even compared him to Barry. He did say, I'm not saying he is Barry, but he's a good running back. So <laughs> Let's make that clear. Oh, wow. Uh, so, yeah, but you know what? He's going to be the guy. The Lions love a committee situation, but definitely the hype is real. Um and then, you know, don't really believe any hype about Ebron personally. And Lance Moore's not really gonna get any love this year.
0: Wah, wah. Buffalo Bills
1: the Cleveland Browns. We have got a hammy situation in Buffalo, my friends. Mm. Oh. The hammies? Hammies everywhere. They're hammies everywhere. 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 <laughs> they are real. Um, so LaShawn McCoy's hammy, hamstring. <laughs> allegedly will be ready for week one. This is good, good, good news. He had an MRI. Uh, the good news is that the hamstring is not actually off the bone, so that should help it heal faster. Fred Jackson, also hammy down. Um, he is focused on you know preparing mentally. He's got this nagging injury. He wants to be prepared on the sideline for when he does get in so that he knows the playbook exactly what he's got to do. He is the main guy to back up LaShawn McCoy, so the fact that our two backups have the exact two running backs the same injury is slightly problematic. But his injury has been described as severe, uh, which LaShawn McCoy's was not. So we're hoping Fred Jackson is going to recover quickly. That guy is another beast. It's been the league forever, so here's hoping. Uh, but they were allegedly looking into Ray Rice, guys. But it, is, it was stated yesterday that they will not be signing him to the Buffalo Bills. So hopefully that's a good sign that LaShawn is actually in a better situation than we thought and that Fred Jackson is also going to be able to heal quickly. It would be such a classic Sexy Rexy move. To get Ray Rice. Ray Rice. It would be. Yeah. But he's ruled them out. They said they're they're not going to sign them. So. All right. Good. He can stay sexy Rexy for a little bit then. All
2: right. Uh, Cleveland Browns. There's been a lot of talk about this rookie, Duke Johnson, going into the preseason. But a hamstring injury slowed him down. He's a speedy back. And it's just hard to get speedy on a hamstring. It's a hamstring show, ladies. Tammies, struggle is real. Oh, seriously real. Uh, Terrence West has been struggling with a calf injury and an attitude problem. Things I don't like to hear. that's a problem. Uh, Last year, 14 games, 171 carries, 673 yards, four touchdowns, only 11 receptions. And then uh, it looks like Isaiah Crowell um, is going to be the starter, but running backs coach wilbert montgomery called him out for not being hungry quote it just bothers me that guys don't want to be the lead bell cow guy end quote i don't
1: like hearing that as a fantasy player makes me unhappy i find it hard to believe any guy in the nfl doesn't want to be the bell cow apparently
2: isaiah cruel does not want to be the bell cow
1: Why are you in the NFL if you do not want to be the bell cow? I have no
2: idea. I find the quote weird and disturbing.
1: The bell cow?
2: I just, it makes me sad. So here's the deal. Their ADPs are in the toilet. All three of them, right? Um, Crowell's going at 79. West, 175. Johnson, 115. I think I might pick up Johnson out of all of them because I can get him at the end. And I think that they're not committed to these two second-year running backs. What do you guys think?
0: I'm trying to stay away yeah, from all of them. One, I'm not – I mean, I'm not – I don't – I'm not confident in their play. I'm not confident in the coach's play, calling. I'm, I'm just I, – I don't want to. I mean, quite long. honestly, you can get them all pretty low. So the value actually for all of them isn't bad.
2: No, no. But, but so. it's also
0: terrifying.
2: It, this, is sure. why, this is what makes fantasy fun and frustrating is Cleveland Browns' running back situation. Just prime example. Prime right. example. So I don't know. I think it's an interesting situation. Keep your eye out for the preseason.
1: You have to ride the waiver wire quick on that because they probably won't be drafted. So a lot of leagues, they'll be picked up quickly after one good game.
2: That's
0: right. Atlanta Falcons and the New York Jets. Oh, Julio. Julio, Julio, Julio. Um, obviously, I love Julio. I love Matt Ryan. You're going to draft both of those. The best thing about them is that the defense is awful. So, they have to score a lot of points to win, get the big W. So, expect them to score two touchdowns. Him to score two touchdowns. I mean, nearly every game. Because the running backs are Devontae Freeman and Tevin Coleman. Um, both who are suffering, suffering from and show issues. Um... <laughs> Uh, they are back to practice, but so they're probably going to miss this preseason game as well. Um, you know, it's the running back by committee. I think by the end of this, by midseason, Coleman will see more touches. Freeman is the starter right now. Um, but I would go Coleman if you're going to take uh, the chance on either one of them. Uh, but I would stick with Julio Roddy White, Matt Ryan, Matt Bryant, the kicker. That's where That's where I would go. I think
2: I'm starting to get high on Julio. And For the first time in my fantasy oh, football career, yeah. I may be high on Julio Jones. I'm not high on Kyle Shanahan. That's
1: crazy. Who- I am high on I, Julio she Jones. She always has to make it very clear that she is not high on any Shanahan. I just want to put it out there. Ever. She's got to be out in
0: space. It's got to be out there. I, I'm, a, I'm a huge... Huge Julio Jones fan, and I think one of these running backs are going to do really well under Kyle Shanahan because he tends to have a good running back. So, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I love Julio, so go Julio Jets. Jets. So, Geno Smith allegedly, his he
1: may only be out four games now or regular season games. We're talking here. So coming back week, they have a bye week five, so he'd come back week six in that case. But he may not be the starter. They have made it very, 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 very clear that if they are doing well, that does not mean that Geno Smith is going to come back and all of a sudden be the starter. They did sign quarterback Mike F- Mike F- sorry Matt Flynn, uh, who is recovering from an injury to his ankle. Uh, he won't be ready to play for another week. Um, so keep that in mind. But what I do love about him. Is that he has made more than 18 million dollars in his pro career. And he has only started seven games during that time. Across awesome. you, Matt Flyn. Wow. You wait a wait You have the career, career I wish I had. Yeah. <laughs> Big time. <laughs> and Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, he is obviously going to be the starter as of the moment right now. And he, he had an okay pre, you know, preseason game. He went two for three for sixteen yards and You know, it was a 10-play game, and it went, you know, 41-yard drive. Uh, You know, and Bowles said, you know, that he thought I did well. He said that there is nothing big to brag about, but he did his job. So there's that. (laughs) So don't completely freak out about, you know, the guys like Eric Decker, the Brennan Marshalls, the Jeremy Curleys of the world. Don't forget about Jeremy Curley either. You can get him low. He's a slot guy. They do still use him. Um, So it's, you know, it could be, don't don't rule them out just because of Fitzy and and the quarterback woes of, of the Jets. Nice. Seattle Seahawks or the Kansas City Chiefs. We're not going to talk about Lynch or Russell Wilson, because obviously you are drafting them um, clearly. We're talking a little bit about Jimmy Graham here. So allegedly he's a better fit in the offense than wide receiver Percy Harvin, which made me laugh. This is the offensive coordinator, (laughs) uh, Jerry Bevel, who said this. I was like, was Percy Harvin even a part of your offense? Because I didn't see it. That is so funny. Yeah. So I I certainly would hope that Jimmy Graham is a better fit. That almost scares, scares me, for me too. Yeah. The standard is yeah, so I'm low like, that he's better so than Percy so Harvin was here. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm nervous. I drive to Jimmy Graham, so all of a sudden now I'm nervous. I'm like, well, this is bad. That's like saying uh, I'm taller than Kelly Ripa. Seriously. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's state the obvious here. And then he doesn't make me feel any better, but he's like, I think the cool part about Jimmy is we can just plug him in. We really don't have to do anything special. Again, I'm concerned. Again, I am very concerned here. <laughs> uh, they, are more, they are apparently gonna run some more two tight end sets. As we predicted with Luke Wilson, Luke Wilson will still be in the picture. And part of that's because Jimmy Graham can't block. He's not a great blocker. So they are having him work on blocking. He seems to think that he's gonna make his money on the third, um, the third and 12th, because he's gonna be used blocking. He goes, I know that I'm coming into a system that is a heavy rush system that Blocking is going to have to be the case. Like we mentioned in preseason, you got a very short Russell Wilson as well. You have to block. So that is a big, big part of what he has been working on.
2: Yeah. Well, supposedly, uh, Jeremy Macklin and Alex Smith have a great rapport. All reports out of camp is that (laughs) they love each other. You know what, Brandon? I bet he fits in the system
1: better than uh, Dwayne Bo did last year.
2: Right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and i bet he's going to at least double his touchdown i bet he will and i bet you they could just plug him in just plug him in they don't plug even need in. to they don't even nothing, to plan nothing anything special. nothing special no. <laughs> yeah, just... you guys i mean okay let, let's just take a moment Talent is talent, and I think that sometimes we don't think about this. Now, and, and I'm going to do this in defense of Jimmy Graham too. Jimmy Graham does have freakish tight end talent, and I do believe that he's going to make an impact on that team. I do not believe that he's going to make the same impact that he made on the Saints, but I do think that his talent is something to behold. Now, as far as – um. Macklin is concerned. I think we all underestimated his talent. Well, not her fantasy football, actually. We were actually here. a Macklin house. But um, but, you know, listen, the guy's talented. So, of course, he goes there and he makes everyone better. That's how it works. So um, last year, Macklin was the ninth highest scoring fantasy wide receiver in standard scoring. 85 tied for the 11th most in the league catches. 1,318 yards and 10 touchdowns. Now, Alex Smith though did not fare as well. 19th highest scoring quarterback with 3,265 yards, 100 and, uh, or 18 touchdowns, but only six interceptions. He still is Mr. I don't turn over the ball. Yeah, which is why Andy Reid loves him. It's
0: because he doesn't throw the ball. He doesn't throw the ball. I'm sorry, Jeremy Macklin is not going to get nearly as many targets. It's not going to be. He can't pass. pass Alex the Smith is line. capable. He it is just capable. can't happen. He's not capable. capable. He's not. You can't teach an old dog new tricks. He should have been Matt You can't teach an old dog new tricks. You You can't. You can't teach the tricky ones.
1: But you can definitely teach. He can manage
0: the clock. He can manage the clock. He can
1: get the wins. But Jeremy Macklin's talent is enough. And you know what about Jerry Macklin? Sorry, I'm totally stepping on you, Brandon. No, my question was, what do you think the numbers will look like? So go for it, ladies. But he he also is great (laughs) in the slot. Like, he's a very versatile receiver that that can really – ride both areas. So the fact that you say that he can only pass fifteen yards, which I disagree with, but it doesn't matter. If he throws the ball to Jerry Macklin at fifteen, Jerry Macklin is great after the catch. So there's still gonna be production there.
2: Yeah, well and 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 Andy Reid did say that he's going to be all over the field.
1: And I believe that. He
2: has to be I believe it, yeah. Absolutely. Why wouldn't he be? So So um wait, they've they've actually planned something for him? I think they're gonna have a plan. (laughs) I can't I cannot confirm but I will or, not deny.
1: Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, also, you guys, just a reminder, Alex Smith was eighth in the league last year in rushing. He always gets a lot of rushing yards, too. And if there is he a is threat a down the yeah. field, I, yeah. I, I I think Alex Smith may be the guy that if you're in a two-quarterback league at the very end, you just pick him up. No one oh, else cares. Absolutely. Pick him up.
0: Yeah. Pick him up. Like it. All right. Moving on to Saturday games. Miami Dolphins, the Carolina Sadness. Panthers. Sadness. Carolina What's Panther sad? is just the word. It was like a knee-jerk reaction.
1: Oh. No. Oh. I, I, I was like, oh. I'm Miami Dolphins. Oh. I was like, uh, yeah. do I miss something? Did I not read a news
0: feed? Don't tell me it's Jarvis Landry because I've drafted him in every one what, of my leagues. My I having leagues. a Kelvin
2: Benjamin Don't moment right now? I did. I had a, I'm sorry. I just had oh, a Calvin Benjamin,
1: like, initial reaction.
0: <laughs> so I have to share this story. We had a draft
1: yesterday, and I drafted Kelvin Benjamin because I was in my car rushing to get to this draft, and I... Um, just rush in, have to pick a pick because so I have to put my dogs out. I pick him, and then I've, my sister's text me like, No! He's out for the season! <laughs> and my dogs had peed on my feet because I couldn't get the door open. Ew. And I come back to find out I drafted a guy in the third round that's out for the season, and I was irate. So I second year, No! <laughs> to the Panthers. <laughs> it was really funny. <laughs> we were all texting each other, and it was
2: it was very intense.
1: It was i was
0: not Aww, i was not the best <laughs> uh you know there's a lot of hype around miami around most of their players which is um good and bad it means their values are going up a little bit higher than they probably need to be but uh i love ryan Tannehill. i do i think he's got so many more targets this year that he's gonna have a good season jarvis landry this is his second year he's I think he's going to end up being a top 15 wide receiver. I think his value is great. He's going in the sixth round. I mean, take, I, I've taken him in almost every draft. Yeah, I, I really, really like him. Um, Lamar Miller, um, I think he's, too, going to have a really good year. Um, he had almost at the, uh, 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns last year, and I think those numbers are only going to go up. Um, I'm not I, – I just – I really like this offense a lot. And in other news, Devonte Parker is off the pub list. I'm still not touching him, but if you want to, do it really, really, really late. Because that man that is not. Really I, dirty don't, I, I don't like rookies. I don't like rookies who miss a preseason, who miss OTAs and stuff because of injury. They have a hard time picking up on the offense. Um, he might be really talented, but. You know you got Stills and Jordan Cameron and it's it's there's a lot there's a lot of people and before there, our listeners so. say
2: but Oda Beckham Jr. again, stop yourself. Just stop. <laughs> I mean like just <laughs> yeah. okay yes he missed the preseason he was a rookie and he was amazing he is one dude one dude Uno history does, does not support this yeah no
0: stop it. And he was the number one receiver for for the season when Victor Cruz went yes. out. You know that's not the case for Devontae Parker. So at least let's let's hope not. Um, so it's just it's a different situation. So give me a break. Not not the case. Panthers. Are we done with the Panthers. I mean, pretty much.
2: Other than you, you know, get to know Devin Funches.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love
2: that name by the way. Yeah. So Devin by the way,
1: Funches. So
2: this is actually so my good. analysis this week, which is really terrible. This is this guy. His name is uh, Carl Safchik. He's from the DLF, which is the Dynasty League Football Podcast. Great guy. I met him at the DC Flex League. And he was in a podcast, and they were talking about Devin Funches, And he was like, Funchess, more like boring checkers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes! that's funny. I guess it was radio oh. silence. Like, no one laughed. And he's like, Are you serious? Because that's hilarious. And so I said, Yes, that is hilarious. And that's how we became friends. Because, in my opinion, that is funny. We're like boring
0: checkers. Even if he was a funny. that is still funny. Really. I I do have to say, with Kelvin Benjamin going out, I I do think that the value of everybody on the offense goes down as well. Unfortunately, it stinks because. Yeah, but but Funchess is boring checkers. His value goes up. Yeah. Luckily, they're in a division that's Boring Checkers could be the Benjamin
2: of 2015.
1: I love that name so much, but now I'm not going to get to use it because I can only call him now Boring Checkers. Oh, (laughs) It's so good. That is gold. Now, there
2: are some other people on the team. Just look for guys like Brenton Burson, Corey Brown. Um, Keep an eye to see if they're going to bring in some veterans. Supposedly, they were putting out some feelers. This is a big deal, guys. So definitely, this is one of those storylines you do watch during preseason.
0: Absolutely. Baltimore Ravens, the Philadelphia Coach Harbaugh is
2: getting frustrated with rookie uh, wide receiver Brashad Perryman's absence. Not because, you know, obviously it's his fault, but because he would like to have him in the offense, and he's just not there. And uh, listen, this this injury is lingering a lot longer than we think, so um, there's a possibility they're going to start him off slow. So even though, like, we kind of thought he was a starter or a sleeper, everyone else did too, I think we all need to slow our roll a little bit here. Um, Take him for
1: dynasty, though. What? Take him for dynasty.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. But I, I think if you're looking at a redraft league, uh, if you're looking at your daily lineups, I, I'm just not quite sure he's going to play a big role for anyone this year, um, or at least towards the end. Uh, Dennis Pitta's still on the pup list. Max Williams is still a rookie. And I'd like you to meet a guy named Crockett Gilmore, a guy who's making a name for himself. And, yes, his name is Crockett Gilmore. I was say, is this the name? Amazing. Of show?
1: Good names.
2: Good names and hammies. Hammy. Uh, <laughs> <Hammie. laughs> terrible show. Uh, no, so literally, it's a great name. And uh, let's say six foot six caught two passes for seventeen yards, but he was very involved in the offense. He is having a great preseason. Um, no one's talking about him. He ran with the starters, and I don't hate him. And I hate a lot of tight ends, so I thought I'd put that out there.
0: Good That's eye. good, I'm Brandon. Wow, is, I feel I feel warm and fuzzy you inside should. now. Thank you. It was a big day. Uh, no, I don't. because I'm about to talk about the Eagles. Um, I am not on board the Demarco Murray train, you guys. What? I'm sorry, I'm off. I cannot. I cannot do it. If I hear one more report about how he's not going to see nearly as many touches, I'm going yes, to start. Yes, and the Emmanuel cry. Sanders. Though. Well, the whole point. But Emmanuel Sanders is hurt, and I you know, like Murray. I'm sorry. It's just. I, I it's it's not you're I think you're overpaying for him. I really do. I really think you're gonna overpay for him. I know Chip Kelly wants to run a lot, but I just feel like everybody keeps saying how slow he is. I'm on the same page, Court. That he's just he doesn't have the same he just doesn't have it. He's just run down from last year and we all feared this. When you touch the ball four hundred and thirty six times you are going to have a tougher season the next year. And with them taking Ryan Matthews right away and having that Sproles option, I just, I'm not, I'm not sold for the value that you have to spend to get him. It'd be different if he, I mean, he is going lower than what he should be off of last year's numbers. So th- don't think of it as like, oh, I'm gonna steal. Because really, reality is, is that I just don't see it, the numbers at all. I just don't see the production. Um, so that's – he's not my favorite top ten running back. Sorry. Um, but uh, Nelson Aguilar, Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. He's, pretty, he's pretty legit. I'm enjoying him. Three catches for 57 yards and a touchdown. Um, I, I, I really yeah. like him. And some people are saying he's going to be the number one guy. Jordan Matthews is more of a number two guy. Um, so – you know, we don't always love drafting rookies, um, but I think Aguilar is gonna be a good one in that in that offense. If there's a so rookie I draft, I, I, am I think down. Chip Kelly's offense is
1: one of those ones where he cautioned the when it would use a rookie.
0: Yeah, I do too. I do too. Um, and I'm excited to see Bradford out there. Please stay healthy this preseason, man. Make it to well, regular to season for please six games do this. yeah do this. <laughs> <laughs> Chicago Bears and the Indianapolis Colts. Well,
2: I um, hope that Alshon Jeffrey will get out there and play because people are freaking out about that walking boot. They are freaking out. They're like, this calf injury is the end. I got him in the third round, people, <laughs> yesterday. The third round. So I'm able to walk away. Um, who did I have? I had, um, I'm trying to check my running back. Oh, yeah, Jamal Charles, Randall Cobb, and Alshon Jeffrey in three rounds of play at the fifth pick. That's awesome. Because people are freaking out. You guys, they are being very cautious with him because he's the man. So let's take a chill pill here for a minute. He's out of the walking boot. I think they just really went over the top. So, um, I, you know, listen, <laughs> what I don't love about – The Chicago situation is that John Fox is now the coach. It's going to be more conservative, and then they have gunslinger Jay Cutler. So we need to still see how that all works out. But as far as I'm concerned, Alshon Jeffrey is the least risky part of this offense. I I don't understand. Stop freaking out. It's fine. Or let other people freak out and reap reap the rewards.
1: Yeah. I like it. It's time to talk Coles, Courtney. Yeah, that's
0: you. It's Colts times.
1: Yes, Colts times. So time. Andrew Luck is the man, and please, please, please do not overlook Frank Gore. He is also the man in a must draft. But let's talk a little about Hilton. So Hilton signed a five-year extension for $65 million. Uh, he received a $10 million signing bonus in this new deal as well. Um, so he's doing – you know, he's going to be excited for that and playing well. And, you know, what's interesting is that Andre Johnson – Has basically been said that he is going to not be used every single time. He's listed as a second wide receiver still, but they're not going to use him every time. He's kind of, you know, going to be coming in here and there. And this may be freaking out a few fantasy owners because this team, as we've talked about before, is chock full of offense. Particularly the wide receivers with Dante Moncrief, Philip Dorsett, they got Duron Carter, Hilton, Johnson. How are they going to spread the wealth? Well, Philip Dorsett guys has been playing really well. He's like the standout star right now for the Colts during preseason. He's lightning fast, insanely, insanely fast. Sometimes they say they don't even know if he's running their routes properly because he's so fast they didn't see him in the break. You know, and he had a good preseason in terms of, you know, a 51 um, yards. That was the high out of, all the, you know, out of all the receivers. So, you know, he's doing a really good job. So there's a really good chance that he's going to get more play than we originally thought. What does that mean for Andre Johnson? I think he'll still get play. He's still a vet, but it may, you know, he's older, so he's not going to be every single, he won't be on every single down.
2: I've been saying this all preseason. I think there is fantasy disaster zones awaiting a lot of people that are drafting Colts. I just don't, I think they're going to have a different big game each week.
0: You can still take luck. Yeah, absolutely. He's going to be the one throwing the ball to them. Everybody else is going to be I, I agree. I Philip Dorsett's going to
2: have a 17-point like game, it. and then he's going to have a donut right next to each other. And I will not be surprised. Yeah, he's a yes. Kenny Stills written
0: yeah. all over him. <laughs> Jacksonville Jaguars the New York Giants. So the Jags are also actually <laughs> chock full of talent at the wide receiver position, which you wouldn't think
1: because da, 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 they're the Jags. But they are. They are. So Marquise Lee sticking with our theme here hammy, uh, hammy. always he always has a always. hammy he always has a hammy so here's the issues he's scheduled to return in <laughs> two weeks um aren't we all but he needs to he needs to kind of get out there and really show what he's got because he's now falling behind the depth chart he is considered the third wide receiver this is behind alan robinson and alan hearns my favorite sleeper of the year um which they are great who hearns Earns or robinson my sleeper
2: of the year all year
1: I love of them. You can get any of these guys crazy low, and they're going to be good. I would take any one of these three guys because where you can get them is still good value. Julius Thomas, he had a small hand fracture. He is um, practicing in non-contact jerseys, um, but he's still able to get some sort of work done. You know, originally they were thinking that Julius Thomas was actually going to be the leading receiver, <laughs> the number one option in the past, But I, I don't think so. I like the receivers, guys. I really do. I really, really do. Yeah. And then you know Blake Bortles is actually pretty darn good this preseason, I might say. You know he's he's worked on his mechanics. He went and worked with you know, quarterbacks coach Tom House in the offseason. He had uh, threw uh, 17 interceptions in his rookie year, and he had a league high of feed sacked 55 times. So it's, it's,
0: that's gotta yeah. go up, right? They worked on improving I, their offense. Yeah, line. I can't. I would think he would have got more interceptions yeah, just trying to get rid exactly. of the ball. Exactly. So it actually isn't yeah, that that's crazy. that bad.
1: But he's looking really well. His mechanics look great. He's making better decisions. He feels more comfortable in the offense, um, which is great. And then just be aware, guys, TJ Yeldon, um, he is supposed to split balls with Denard Robinson. So eventually he will be the feature back, allegedly. Uh, But at the beginning of the season, it's going to be a split for sure. So don't overpay
0: for TJ Yeldon. Uh. Again, the receiving core for the Giants cannot stay healthy. ODB is still not practicing with a hammy. hamm-y. Uh, but, you know, I drafted him in my first league, and I had a, I had a, somebody ask me, aren't you scared about his hammy? You know, ODB for 12 games is better than ODB for no games, and I I will stand by that. That's I don't care. I think he's worth it. I'm taking him. Uh, Cruz and Randall both sat out with injuries and hopefully will not affect them during the season so hopefully they'll be back. Cruz just so you know it doesn't have to do with his major knee surgery he had last year. Uh, it's it's not related so we're fine. Um, and Eli Manning has great value yeah. you guys. Um, we have him ranked 10th he's falling pretty low and uh, he's got lots of targets. And he's got the guys to throw to in the backfield too. You got Rashad Jennings and Ver- Shane Vereen. Andre um, Williams, yeah. A lot of people love Andre Williams. I, I, you know. I hope Rashad Jennings stays healthy, and um, but you can get, get him really, really low. What he can do this year. You can get any of these guys pretty low. Shane Vereen's going higher for his um, PPR um, ability, but you know Jennings can catch the ball too. So. Um, We'll see. I think once that receiving core is healthy again, we're going to see a lot more last targets to probably Jennings. But uh, a lot lot of running back by committee there. The New England Patriots, the New Orleans Saints. Well, Tom Brady's suspension looks like it may not hold.
2: Um supposedly the judge was rather hard on the NFL yesterday but you know I don't believe anything coming out of these courts I don't believe anything coming out of anyone's mouth until it is final so uh but I will say that Jimmy Garoppolo had a game to forget last week and <laughs> hopefully this week he's a little bit better but the my point is is that you want your backup to be better regardless because even if the suspension does, doesn't hold and he plays all the games in the world, he could still get injured. Something could happen. I, I just yeah. think that in general, I want this guy to play better, period. Um, and I'm sure that the team does too. Now, I, I think he's just nervous. There's a lot of pressure. It's a weird situation. He's not getting all the first team reps. It's, he's, not being able to, he's not able to get the chemistry going with anyone, really, because
1: he he's not getting the chemistry with the second team or the first team. So it's kind of well, like. Do you think they're playing Brady too because Belichick has got his rule that you will not play if you didn't practice? And he said that will also extend to Brady.
2: No, I mean, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know what he's going to do. You know, that's the whole thing. My next note here is that, um, you know, it's Bill Belichick. I, I, it's very difficult to understand his wrath. Um, speaking of his wrath, though, Jonas Gray looked great. And he had a 55-yard touchdown, and everyone got really excited again. And Bill Belichick will ruin that somehow. And I I don't know how, but he will. Of course he will. (laughs) So I just wanted to damper that one
0: more time.
2: Oh.
1: But have a good second preseason game. Saints. Cheers. Yay. So we can't cover everything or everyone, so I'm going to cover essentially no one on this team. But um, C.J. Spiller he should be ready to start the regular season according to the head coach, John Payton. But, you know, we'll have to see him practicing the week before for me because I, I don't trust him. The guy is hurt all the time. He's always about to come back. You know, he has surgery. Um, he has – the good news is that it, this is his knee. I shouldn't say good news because usually his injuries involve his feet, um, ankles, soft tissue, hammies. Um, but I don't know how a knee injury could be viewed as better than the others. <laughs> but that's how people are viewing it. Um, so I I'm not high on CJ Anderson. But the good news is he's actually dropping people a little bit scared, so you can actually get him for some decent value. CJ right Spiller, now. not CJ Anderson. We C.J. are C.J. high C.J. on CJ Anderson. Yeah. CJ Spiller, very high on CJ Anderson, not Spiller. <laughs> so you can fine, get Spiller uh fairly low. So that's kind of worth it. Kyrie Robinson's actually been listed as the primary backup to Mark Ingram. And I think that might actually stick. I think, again, they're going to use yeah. Spiller in a very different role than they will for the actual bell cow running back. And I think Ingram wants to be the bell cow, apparently, unlike Bell. No, Isaiah Crowell, I mean. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. And yeah. then wide receiver Brandon Coleman, he's actually been having a really impressive camp. <laughs> I cannot talk this one. Apparently, the same. Could you imagine off. if Le'Veon
0: Bell's like, you know I'd what? Lay off. You know, I don't think so. you know. I'm just exhausted. I'm really tired. am tired. You know, i don't just tired. I don't want to pull a ham here <laughs> or anything. Can I, can Mark I, uh, Ingram wants to go over
2: to Isaiah Crowell and be like, all I've wanted is to be the bell cow. What is wrong with
1: you? Seriously. Seriously. <laughs> but look Love for possible it. Brandon Coleman as a sleeper wide receiver. Agreed. You know, Sean Payton's super impressed with him. He's been one of the best, you know, people in camp thus far. Um, and he is being going to be featured in three receiver sets this week. He didn't really do so much in the preseason game. Sean Payton's had absolutely nothing to do with him. But uh, they plan on involving him in that first string even more. So, possible sleeper. So many Brandons, so little time. So so true. <laughs> Oakland Raiders, Minnesota Vikings. So we're just going to give a little quick kind of update because this team is boring. Um, Oakland Raiders, Andre Holmes, he fractured his hand during practice on Sunday. Uh, uh, he should be out no. three to four weeks. But good news, Courtney, your boy Rod Streeter... Was activated from the non-football injury list Sunday. Yeah. Ooh. And even, and even less exciting news, Trent Richardson is returning kicks, guys. God, I feel yeah. so, You guys, I, <laughs> you, have
2: you <laughs> see the gif of him, like, n- going the opposite direction of the hole again?
1: It's ridiculous. It's oh ridiculous. Oh, my God. He's now a, a, returns kicks, you know. So he's beat someone not to return kicks. I still see zero value for him of any sort, unless you've got a line, a league where that individual player gets the touchdown, and even then, I still say, why waste your roster spot? Don't even bother. Um, Roy, yeah, hello. Amari Cooper. He's been praised by offensive coordinator uh, in his in, in terms of all the good work that he's been doing in drills, and he pays really good attention in meetings, which is fantastic. Um, and they're really happy to have him. They, you know, he's he's really fast. He's really good route runner. So he's going to be a big focal point of their offense. They can get it together. And then Michael Crabtree. Don't forget that he is also on this team, uh, and he's someone to look at. And the Murray's taking all the first team reps. He is the guy. Um, but like Courtney says, it wouldn't hurt you to, to back him up. And in my case, that back would be it, a
0: ah. Hulu, I, I love Hulu. I'm t- I, I like Halou too. trying to take him with my last pick every time. I just really enjoy him. I think he's the smartest guy on the team. It's not saying much, but there. Um, all right, the Vikings. Uh, don't worry about AP, guys. It's just a little bruise, just like when your grandpa falls down in the kitchen. You put him down in the recliner and oh you let him rest gosh. a little bit. AP just needs naps. naps. He doesn't need snaps in the preseason, all right? I like that cornice. Take that one. AP Thank just you. needs naps, Thank you. not snaps. That's right, that's right, that's right. It's fine. Still drafted him. Um, I like Teddy Bridgewater a lot. I am not reaching for him. There's a lot of quarterbacks right around that area that are good and have good value, and, um, you know, you really can't lose with any of them as your backups. Um, uh, he, he's he got Wallace now. AP supposedly is going to be throwing the ball to, you know, Charles Johnson. AP's I, I throwing love. the ball? Um. He's going to be throwing the ball to AD. Oh, okay. I was like, "What? They're doing like wildcat weirdness." Woof. Yeah, no, yep. AP is, no. is doing everything. everything. That's why he needs his naps. He <laughs> he's needs his naps. Man, bro. He's I totally had you know? weird images
2: in my head of him, like, he's, wildcatting out there. He's a
0: talented Terrell yeah. Pryor. Okay. Yeah,
1: yeah. AP yeah. is the Terrell Pryor 2015. You heard it here first,
2: guys. Oh, that's, that's not good.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're,
1: we're kidding. We're kidding.
0: <laughs> we're kidding. We're kidding. Um, but, yeah, so I... I think he's gonna have a great sophomore year. Um, more experience, more targets, uh, more threats down the field. So, and his accuracy is amazing thus thus far. So, I'm about him, totally about him. Moving on, Denver Broncos of the Houston Texans. Big news coming out of Denver is that Emmanuel Sanders has been sidelined to a hammy. They first said it was just a cramp, but now it has been 11 days without practicing. We are concerned that it's much more serious. I don't know, guys. You're going to need to keep an eye on him. Um, he seemed kind of down about how many targets he was going to get before season started. Now he's got this hammy issue. I'm sad because I love Emmanuel Sanders. But DeAndre Hopkins is right there in the draft too, guys. So with this situation, Hopkins is a, is a nice pick as well If you, if you – they're a little dicey it about makes him. A little sad watching the
1: Hard Knocks. That I'm not sure I enjoy DeAndre Hopkins as much as I. You, yeah, you can't, can't watch you, that stuff.
2: I don't. I specifically do not watch, watch Hard stuff. Knocks because I do not want to emotionally invest, inappropriately in players.
1: Inappropriate. Uh, yeah, because I'm just kind of like, oh, you're not no. the nicest. Well, you know. Also, don't they're trying to put
0: together a show. I was to say it's also edited. Yeah, if anyone's been, right. you know, parade of bad editing, heyo. And 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 these people get in a certain mind space when they touch on the you know the green grass. That's true. That's so true these, you're back. All right, you're not okay. Not always you're the right. same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're okay, Hopkins. We're good. Um, Peyton Manning, although old, is throwing very well. I guess this last um, season. So that's value exciting. pick. Um, his ADP is twenty nine. He is a value pick, um, and I, I enjoy him. So, do it. Um, C.J. Anderson is the number one guy in Denver. Um, you know, he had a minor injury. I think he's fine. But if you're going to handcuff yourself, I really like Hellman. Uh, I think Hillman is going to see the majority of the, the rushes if C.J. Anderson does end up getting injured more severely. This so one's tough. That's learning. my pick over Monta I the running ball. back uh, rankings, and I always have that same debate in my head because
1: Ball is listed higher according to everybody else. Like, when I look at my different averages and different things, I'm like,
0: huh, technically should be ball, but I feel like Hillman.
1: Might actually be the guy.
0: Hillman's going to be sneaky, you know. Yeah, and and again, I think there are um, some – you know, you Hillman probably won't be drafted in most things. You'll be able to pick him up if there is an injury with yeah. Anderson. But, uh, you know, the, there are other – options out there for handcuffs for yourself, but I, I do, I like Hillman overball. It wouldn't necessarily rank him overball, but I do like him overball, if that makes any sense. It absolutely does. Uh, he,
2: Thank you. Texans. So, uh, Brian Hoyer started week one. Ryan Mallett's going to start week two. And both of them look better than we thought they would in hey. preseason. Hey! Congratulations. So what does this do? It makes me feel better about Hopkins. You were just talking about Hopkins. I'm going to talk about Hopkins because no one's talked about him because we've been terrified of this quarterback situation. Listen, it's not as bad as Buffalo. Just put that out there. (laughs) (laughs) It just isn't. And it's not like he had elite quarterback play or a consistent quarterback last year. And he still had 1,210 yards but only six touchdowns. So that's my only fear, because they don't have Arian Foster to help drive it down the field. So the touchdowns will probably stay low. But if you're in a standard league, you know, that 1,000-plus yards where he's going is not bad. And if there are a lot of catches, which it looks like there may be, even in a PPR league, not terrible. The touchdowns are going to be a problem. I just have to be honest. Yeah. And that's the way it is. Alfred Blue looks like he is going to be the starter, though, you guys. And it doesn't look like they're looking elsewhere. So keep your eye on the preseason to see how he does. He is not Arian Foster. um, FYI. But uh, you can also draft Arian Foster super low now.
0: Get him Because he's only
2: going to miss eight games. Now, you say eight games. That's a lot of games. True. Keep him on your roster. He's the one player that is worth keeping your roster for eight games to play through the
0: playoffs. Yep. Handcuff yourself there. Awesome. San Diego Chargers and Arizona Cardinals. Uh, you know, I love the Chargers this year for value. Oh, yeah. Um, other than Keenan Allen and Malvin Gordon, the, this, the value is there. Phillip Rivers is there. You know, uh, I I love Malcolm Floyd as my last pick <laughs> of the draft. I think he is, like, that last guy. It's He's going to retire after the year. I love that. That's just such a great story, especially with Philip Rivers signing his new contract. I think he's going to have a great year. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen feels good. Melvin Gordon is having trouble adjusting to the NFL, yeah. guys. He's going pretty high. So I he's not, like, my favorite. But you know who I do like? Is Danny Woodhead. Like I think his value will go up higher and higher. PPR, guys, he's a monster. Last year he got injured and we forget about him. But he is crazy, crazy good. He's tiny, fits in the smallest spaces. Smart, <laughs> he just smart. whips around, just whips around. Yeah, I mean, he gets he's the smart. compact parking spots. Eh. Yes, he front. does. Yes, he does. Right up front, and you don't have to draft him up front, people. You draft him way, way, down, way down at deep. the end. If you need a running back, he can be your last pick. If you need a wide receiver, Malcolm Floyd can be your last pick. This is going to have a good storyline behind the, behind the San Diego Chargers this year, you guys. They're gonna, it's going to be warm and fuzzy all year long with the, them all loving each other. So I, I like, like it. I'm in it. I'm sold. Absolutely. Um, and Kenny Allen is going in the, fifth, in the middle fifth round. And so I think that's still pretty good value for a guy who's the number one dude with Philip Rivers throwing great the ball value. to him. Yep. Um, they do have some tough matchups, but come on. I'm, I'm, the, whole, the whole team, great value. Thank you. Thank you, Chargers. Um, Arizona Cardinals. Bad news coming out of Arizona. The OG Mike Luput- Lupiti is going for knee surgery and will be out for six to eight weeks. This is not good, you guys. He's one of the best guards in the NFL. We just got him. This is a big thing, especially with the fact that the running backs were having some problems that's, this offseason. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and Carson Palmer. Yeah.
1: I'm more concerned for Carson Palmer. I
0: mean, we that the last thing I want is Carson Palmer to be, you know, injured again. So, it's just kind of really worries me. Again, it's six to eight weeks. Who knows? It may be sooner. It may be longer. Um, but, not the best thing. And we usually don't talk about guards that often, but this one really does affect the whole offensive scheme. Um, and yes, Chris Chris Johnson is officially joined the team. I love this. Da-da-da. Um supposedly he needs to fight for his roster spot, but I have a feeling he's gonna be fighting for the spot. Um but we'll see. I mean Ellington had a good preseason game and um, you know, they both they're both a little bit injury prone. So it's I don't like Ellington. Kinda not my favorite situation. I
2: actually, you know Um, what? I'm gonna say something shocking, and I wrote a little blurb about this on our website. Did you know that Chris Johnson Rushed for over a thousand yards every season of his career except for last year, and do you know yeah. that he's only missed yeah. one game in his career, and it was his rookie season in two thousand eight. It's 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 bizarre how he's so undervalued right now. Well, people just, just think he's like done, and maybe he is. Maybe he's totally done. I mean, like, like that yeah. that is possible. But he's still like. I'm just saying. I had no idea. I had I had so absorbed the narrative that he is just like borderline fantasy ghost land that I didn't look at his stats until like two days ago. And then I was like, wow, he is not as crappy. Cause I thought he had that 2000 yard season and then it all went downhill. Well, he was still getting over a thousand yards. Other quarterback running backs were like, yeah, I mean,
0: yeah. I mean, it's, it's really up in the air. He is suffering from the gunshot wound. You know, I think he's having some issues off the field, you know, being arrested with, Position of firearm and and you know it's that worries me because when you get older in the game, you've been on a few teams now, you're only getting paid the veteran minimum. You know that it might be a mental thing, True. so that might It's that's kinda, That kind of that kind of makes me nervous. The whole yeah the running back situation. I'm not I'm not reaching He's for either. He's still more one
1: consistent than Ellington. Let's just say that
0: I don't understand the Ellington hype. I don't get it. I don't.
1: Well, he's more explosive. Ellington's more explosive. Who, cares? Who right. cares? Chris Johnson's prodding along.
0: Listen, let's talk about those wide receivers really fast. I enjoy all of them. I love the veteran Fitzgerald. You can get him for great value. The young John Brown. He's a very talented man. The seven figure finger Michael Floyd. Um, if your draft is in a week or two, you can probably get him for even better value since he's been since he's out. So. Um, just keep your thumbs up for that. <laughs> oh. Ho, 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 ho. See you no, there. no See hands you talk. There. <laughs> Ew. I didn't mean to do that, actually, but that's funny. <laughs> um, and go Carson Palmer. Stay healthy without your OG. Uh, let's move on. Green Bay Packers of the Pittsburgh you know what Steelers. What else? Pro- Carson Palmer had two touchdowns or more in every game that he
2: completed last year. Every there game. Were only f-
0: three touchdowns last year. There were only, only five yep. that he
2: completed. But good job.
1: Okay. problem, but, you know, yeah. we're right.
2: job. Green Bay Packers. listen, uh, we know they're good. And last week they left their starters in for a really long time. And the announcers kept being like, They
0: did. Is Aaron Rodgers
2: still out there.
0: Mm.
2: Like you could just feel the, Ill- the ickies, you know. Everyone was like, oh, no. Uh, but everything was fine. <laughs> everything worked out, thank goodness. Yeah, uh, be- yeah no, no hammies. In uh, good news, uh, Aaron Rodgers targeted Devontae Adams. Seven times. In bad news, he only caught three. So um, I think he's still your wide receiver three territory. I don't think he's gonna like burst out or take over or anything or whatever. Still Cobb, Nelson, everyone standard. Keep it going and
0: stop talking about Richard Rogers. It's not going to happen. Boom. I feel like this is it's so crazy because the Green Bay Packers and Pittsburgh Steelers. The, two top NFL teams, and I, I feel like we don't yeah, really we, need we to just cover that. we all. We really don't. You just, yeah. We just, just draft them all. That's what I have. Dropped a ball for Pittsburgh, Brown, Bell, Roethlisberger, Bryant, Wheaton. He, you know, even Heath love Miller me. is a decent – is some decent back for great value. Um, a lot of buzz going on about Wheaton. Um, you know, it's buzz. I love preseason. It's a good time. Um Right now, he's number two over Bryant. Uh, Bryant's a little banged up, but we'll see. Last year, he had 644 yards and two touchdowns. It's not my favorite, but, uh, you know, supposedly this is it. This is his moment. So, so I'm, I'm excited to see how the preseason falls out. This should be a good preseason game even if it is. Just the beginning. (coughs) St. Louis Rams, the Tennessee Titans. Ashley. So the good news, guys, is that Nick Foles
1: says that he's feeling really comfortable with his new team, and he's showing good chemistry with his teammates. And in part, this is because they are running a West Coast offense, and this is a style of play that Foles excels in and feels comfortable with. So that is great news. Um, in terms of the running back situation, running back Todd Gurley, his knee remains still on just individual drills, so that basically means he's working out by himself and he's not, you know, the no contact and whatnot. He's going to come back when, when he's 100%. And he probably could play right now, but the deal is the Rams, they want to proceed with caution because they've invested a lot in this guy. They believe in him. This is their guy. And they do not want to play him until he's 100% because he is amazing He is a star when he is healthy. So, till then, Trey Mason is the guy. He will be opening 2015, more than likely, on September 13th. But don't be entirely afraid of Gurley. Don't reach for him, but don't be afraid. Because I do think he's going to come back sooner than later. And then, also, do not forget about the wide receivers on the Rams. Tavon Austin, Brian Quick, Kenny Britt, Stedman Bailey. All of these guys are sleeper guys. You can get them crazy low, and every single one of them have at least one good game this season. Which game I don't know, but they're worth a flyer to pick them up at the end there. I hate that. <laughs> Titans. Uh,
2: the one game per season, guys. I just, I, I, am not emotionally stable enough for
1: it. Well, I mean, here's the thing though: that they, you, you very well might see the
0: fact that somebody steps up and is the actual guy, but. Delaney Walker is the only guy I'm reaching for uh, out of Tennessee. I like Delaney, I too guys. Too. I love. really do, and I think he's going to have a great season. There's nothing more that I love than tight ends to rookie quarterbacks. Yep, yep, yep. I am all about it. Sign me it. up. I'm in. Lots of praise coming out of Tennessee for rookie running back David Cobb. I don't know why, because Bishop Sankey mm. is um
1: <laughs> Courtney. Oh, wait, oh, wait, wait a minute. The, I think we called this on draft forgot. day. We were uh, like, okay.
0: Undrafted. Welcome, David yeah. Cobb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, David Cobb. Uh, Sankey's still the starter, but after that preseason game, we'll see. Cobb averaged five yards per carry, while Sankey averaged two. And I think we're going to see a lot more of Cobb this weekend, so I'm excited uh, for him. I wouldn't uh, draft Sankey, so don't do it. Dallas Cowboys the San Francisco Forty So we
2: learned nothing last week about this running back situation other than the fact that Gus Johnson separated his shoulder, Randall is out, and McFadden went from on the bubble of getting uh, even on the roster to he looks really great and killing it in practice. In other words, this entire offense hinges on an <laughs> offensive line that is one injury away from having zero yards rushing. I can't zero. handle it. Zero. I don't understand what's going on. I w- Just keep your eye on it. I-
0: <sighs> Randall is going so he's high he's so still. high i don't I
1: don't want that any to explain to me why Randall's never had a good season he's never he's not a proven bell cow back he's not it's, yeah. it's
2: awesome. So there you go. that's all I can think about with them, the the uh, Cowboys Take and them. as far as the 49ers go, Carlos Hyde had two carries for six yards uh, but there's this Jared Hayne guy, five attempts for sixty three yards one went for fifty three yards by the way so well, you know. Fifty-three of those yards came from one play. Yeah. Just put that out there. <laughs> so of course everyone's talking about him because it's the preseason. That's what we do. Um, and then uh, Kaepernick the missed Torrey Smith, and so we're back to uh, last year's vibe. Nah, I mean, it's yeah. preseason. I-, I feel like this is actually a great preseason game to see both of these teams and seeing how, like, what kind of plays that they're running. Um, yeah. So I think I think just keep your eye out there. And uh, will Vernon Davis
0: come back, people? These are the questions that we need to have
1: answered. I hope so.
0: Absolutely. I, love the, I like the 49ers' value. I will say that. Their value is great. Watch them because I think they're the team to watch to see if anything's really going to Everyone's them. so low uh, on the 49ers. Yeah. So low. And on I don't the think 49ers. they're as bad as what people so, think, frankly. Uh, be like, and they might be as bad as we think. That's why you want to You just got to watch them because we're not exactly sure what's all going down there. Cincinnati Bengals at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So I want to remind people about two receivers that are on this team that
1: aren't even going in a lot of my drafts. So Mohamed Sanu, uh, he did enter practice Wednesday, August 19th. He's in a slot receiver kind of situation there. Um, and it was the first time that he's worked out in camp in a long time. So um, A.J. Green and Marvin Jones are the starters. And, again, Marvin Jones another guy that people are like, Who? He's a really good player, guys.
0: Mm. He
1: also practiced on Wednesday. This is the first time that he was able to pra- partake in practice um, in pads. So <clears throat> he's running the first-team offense. You know, he feels really good right now. He was injured last year. But you know what, guys? He's a really talented receiver. So, um, And then Giovanni Bernard. If you are in a PPR league, please, please, please think about Giovanni Bernard. Yeah. He finished as the 16th-best running back in PPR formats last year. And, yes, Jeremy Hill is the guy. He's the bell cow. He will be the main guy rushing. But they are definitely going to use Bernard, the backfield guys, especially in a receiving capacity. So definitely pick him up, especially where you can get him in PPR. Agreed. Um, Listen, I don't know how many
2: times I need to tell everyone that the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are so overvalued right
1: now, it will blow
2: your mind. And you want to know why? Because they have a rookie quarterback who went three for 10 and threw an interception in his preseason debut, which which is perfectly fine because he's a rookie. And we all need to chill out and let him be a rookie. But that also means he's going to have those games during the season. Don't think he won't, people. Just stop it. I, I just wrote a big article for FanDuel that'll go up today about rookie performances. And, uh, you know, the average rookie only has like 3,200 yards in a season. So the fact that people think that that you know, Mike Evans is going to have like this like crazy season is just irrational. Um, however, Doug Martin kind of moves up to me because they need to run more. Uh, they if he can stay healthy. If he can stay healthy. Uh, I think Vincent Jackson stays neutral. And um, I d- I'm not going to talk about Safarian Jenkins until he proves something to me. Sorry. I like it. Jenkins, the tight end. Tight end. Uh-huh. Yeah, he's big and yes. athletic, <clears throat> just like all the other tight ends in the league now. It's not special yeah. anymore, you know. I mean, yeah, it's
1: it's, why I, that's why I—that's their body type. Yeah, weird.
2: I don't know. I, I again, I love rookies tight. Yeah, ends. but he's only a second-year tight I'm end, into... and he had like barely any yards last year. I don't have it in front of sure, me. Sure,
0: but, but it still doesn't doesn't okay, make me all cry. Right. All right, you guys. Thanks for listening to Her Fantasy Football. You can check us out at HerFantasyFootball.com, on Blog Talk Radio, and on iTunes. Um, we're going to be in New York next weekend. New not Jersey. this weekend, but next weekend to do it. Oh, excuse Jersey, me. New Shore. Jersey Shore. I fly into New York because Brandon lives yeah. there, so I come and visit Brandon, and then we sure. go to New Jersey. So. Jersey Shore. We're yes. going so, to um, Oh, yeah. Well, I don't tan. Yeah. yeah we don't tan. We not Yes. Tan. <laughs> <laughs> so from here on out, we're going to be doing our uh, shows out uh, matchup by matchup so you can hear a little bit of a rundown from each team. Until next time, no more faking it.